Let's iron out issues on board. You're listening to the ironing board. 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 The ironing board podcast. Hello, hello. It's another episode of the ironing board podcast where we iron out issues on board. Thank you for tuning into the show on whichever platform that you're listening to this on. I'm glad to have you on board. Um, you know, pun intended. Uh, my name is Heiko Fahim and I hope you are doing well. I hope you're already following me on social media, but if not, uh, make sure that you do so on Instagram. That's at Heiko Fahim, H-A-I-K-E-L-F-A-H-I-M. And the podcast also has its own Instagram page. That's at the Ironing Board SG. I'm also pretty active on LinkedIn, guys. So do connect with me there. Uh, just search for my name. That's Heiko Fahim. Once again, that's H-A-I-K-E-L space F-A-H-I-M. We've got a great episode lined up for you today. Um, you know, we are not yet out of the woods with COVID. And I don't know whether you remember how much we were trying to do in Singapore to show our frontliners that we appreciate them. You know, remember the clapping at our windows uh, and the numerous shout outs on social media and also actually in traditional media. And with that, you would think that, you know, everyone are truly, truly appreciative of the sacrifices of our frontline workers, all the things that they've gone through this past year. The reality though, sadly, that we're still seeing cases of abuse of our frontline workers. And one particular family has had it pretty badly since COVID hit. One of the family members is actually on the call with me today on this show to mask the identity of our guest today. Uh, we're going to give you a pseudonym. I don't know what you want me to call you. Shall, uh, can it be like a classic name? Can you call it Tontija or something? Cannot. Yeah, hi. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can call me Tontija. No problem. <laughs> no <laughs> no also no problem. <laughs> uh, okay, la, no, la, let, let's give you a, a very generic name. Like literally, there's probably a million of this in Singapore. Can I call you Nurul? Okay, unless you have an enemy sure. named Nurul, then you don't like it. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> but yes, Nurul will be fine. Don't worry. Okay, no, let's no, let's no. let's do Nurul. Okay, very different from your actual name, also. So Nurul, you and your family has had quite the year. Maybe just to start, can you just share very briefly what your family has been living with since COVID hit? What is it that you want others to know about? Because you, you guys obviously, uh, you and your husband came to me and said that uh, you want to share your story a little bit more. And that's the reason why we're speaking to you today. In a gist, we'll go into details later on. What was it that you've gone through this past year um, since COVID hit? Mm, okay. Um, it was tough. Okay. I, I think that's how I, I will actually start it. Um, basically, we've had quite a tough uh, year ever since COVID hit last year. So what happened was that um, we were badly harassed, I would say, uh, by our our own neighbour. So um, ever since the pandemic actually happens, I think, no, actually when the lockdown happens, okay. where everybody is, you know, staying at home and everything, so I guess uh, paranoid or uh, insecurity starts to, to, to hit. 
I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it hits a lot of family members. Yeah, me myself, I'm actually in a frontline, uh, frontline sector, and my husband is actually in the uh, healthcare sector. We actually have to go on with our lives. As in, every day we have to still go to work. We have to still to report for our shift, and then we come home. Basically, I guess everybody's mentality is that everybody's working from home. But unfortunately, if you are in operation line, in frontline, or even healthcare, you can't do that at home. You get what I mean? You you can't be getting your patients over to your house to remedy them or anything. Yeah. But yeah, so while we are doing this every day, so we were being noticed by by our neighbors. So I, I think they felt that, oh, how come this family is going in and out of the house? Because even during the lockdown, we actually still up, still actually send our kids to school. Yeah, special so, permission uh, for that lah. So uh, because yeah, yeah, of the course, kid, yeah, the- because. The, the schools were closed, right? So you had special permission to actually send the kids to school. And I think there was that arrangement, right? So that, you know, the frontline uh, workers were still able to send your children to school for childcare. Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. So of course, yes, uh, we have to actually produce all the pap- all the papers, all the uh, evidence and proof to the school saying that we are part of the frontliners. So we, we still have to actually go to work. Uh, it was approved and then we still send the kids to school every single day, Monday to Fridays. So that is where I guess it sparks a little bit of a tension with the neighbor. Um, that is where everything started. That was around May where the first one started where we were actually sending the kids to school and then suddenly the neighbor started to scream and shout okay. from oh, yeah. from her yeah from her gate things that they actually shouted were like uh covid family covid spreader all the vulgarities okay. um yeah basically those unpleasant unpleasant words like i shall say Okay, let, let, so, let's, mm. let's, let's hold off for a second. We'll mm-hmm. go into more of the details later on. Um, and I understand that, you know, when you guys came forward um, and we don't want to complicate things further, so we won't actually mention where exactly you guys are working. So you mentioned that you both are in frontline and your husband is uh, in healthcare sector specifically. I'm just wondering, you know, with all of this happening since... The lockdown happened since you guys were on circuit breaker and they realized that you guys are working, right? How was your relationship with this neighbor prior? And are we talking about when this, we're talking about neighbor, are we talking about a single person living alone? Are we talking about family? Are we talking about couple? Can we give a little bit more details? Basically, we have been neighbors for approximately six years. Um, most of us over here at our level are all uh, families, so okay. there isn't any singles. Yeah, yes, okay. correct. So um, the uh, our neighbor is actually in their mid forties, around there, I guess, approximately. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because we we did not even actually uh, even though yes we are neighbors, we have talked to each other before for the past six years. We have not literally like asked what age are you, okay. where you work at. Yeah, but I mean, you know, because we are in the front line, so we have a uniform that we use. Mm-hmm. So they already figure out where where we actually work. Lah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Understood. So, but before that, you guys were still, you know, talking to each other in the sense that, you know, when you see each other at a corridor, uh, assuming that, I mean, making the assumption that you guys are living in an HDB, HDB flat. Um, so along the corridor, seeing each other and then just saying, hello, good morning, goodbye, and, and things like that. That, that was okay before this whole COVID thing happened, right? 
Yep. Yes. So, uh, like what I say, we are actually quite close to each other. So, uh, when we see each other, even though at the void deck or at the supermarket near to us, we were just wave hi or just ask, eh, go pasa, eh, going for uh, your morning walk. Uh. Like, you know, it's, okay. it's normal for neighbors to acknowledge each other. And then yeah. they were actually uh, quite close to the kids. As in, mm. what I mean by quite close to the kids is that they were usually wave to the kids and then they're like, hi, hi, go to school. So today what you study, like, you know, Okay. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. The 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 small talk uh, Security. Yes. Yes. Correct. So okay. our kids is actually, uh, very. How do I say? Yeah. Uh, um, already know them. You get I me? Mean? Uh, already mm. know them, and they already feel very comfortable with this neighbor. I mean, of course, we didn't know that this pandemic would be happening. Of so, yeah. After that is a whole different different treatment altogether. Okay. So let's go back mm. to the first time it happened um the first act of harassment and you mentioned this was during uh, the circuit breaker where people were locked in at home while you guys still had to go to work your children still had to go to school uh, with childcare. so what happened the first time where you first actually you know case of harassment where i don't know did they shout at you how, how did it happen? Was it when you guys were leaving home, coming back home? Mm. Um, so what happened then? Yeah, so yes, correct. It actually happened during the circuit breaker. Um, as per normal, in the morning, we'll be very busy getting the kids ready and then getting us ready to work as well. So we were actually sending the kids down to school first because that's actually our routine. We will send the kids first and then on the way, we will actually take the train or the bus. So when we actually opened the gate, uh, the first thing that they did was... They, they were also actually standing at their gate and they are already hurling all the vulgarities to us. I mean, uh, I, I don't think anybody in the world would do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, early in the morning, yeah, precisely, nobody will actually stand at the gate and wait for your neighbor's gate to be open. And then after they heard all the vulgarities saying that we are COVID family members, COVID spreader, um, they actually spread disinfectant towards us. Okay. How did you react yeah, so at that at that 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 first that the first attack? Second, I was shocked. Yeah. Okay. I was shocked. I mean, uh, we all were shocked, but unfortunately, uh, for my little one, he, um, they don't really understand, so they still actually wave to the neighbor like like normal. So they thought that oh, auntie is being funky today. You know, maybe that's okay. their thinking. So they actually ah, papa, papa, hi auntie, hi uncle. So they actually ignored that. Okay. They ignored it and they, they literally continued hurling all the bad words and then still spraying all the way. So when I see that happening, I really know something is just not right. So I quickly actually picked them up. Uh, my husband was carrying uh, one of our kids and I, ha- I was having the other one. So we straight away went out. And okay. when we were walking along the corridor, they were still hurling the bad words. Okay. Do you remember how yeah. far into Circuit Breaker was this? Was this like, you know, the first couple of days or was it one week or whatsoever? I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud here. Could, could it be because of the pressure of, you know, them being cooped up at home and all that? Yeah, okay. Actually, we, a week after the Circuit Breaker, right? We okay. noticed that they started, they started to actually be very cold toward us. What I meant cold was that when we see each other, I will actually still smile at them. But of course, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I can still accept the reason that maybe they don't know that I'm smiling because we are all wearing face masks, right? Yeah, yeah, You will yeah. never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's something new. So, I, okay, I'm 
yeah, I was also being very stupid. Like, I was just smile and I was like expecting like, how come this lady doesn't smile back at me? Then after that, when I go out of the lift, after that, I was like, oh shit, I'm wearing my mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's a problem, yeah, so, right? With, with, with yeah. face masks these days. Like, nobody knows yes. how you're trying. The only way is like, I don't know, people can smile with their eyes. Yeah, 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 yes. But actually, I'm not very going there. If I were to close my eyes, people thought I'm, I'm sleeping or dozing away. But anyways, never mind. So when I already noticed that they, 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 they didn't notice the smile, so I started to talk. So I would just say, hi, hi. Then they, they give me a very, how do I say this? Very frustrated face. Like, um, they frown their... I mean, you, the eye is not closed, so you can see yeah. that they are frowned. Yeah, and they, they give a death, a death stare, like literally a death stare. At first, I didn't even like notice all this until a few times. And then when uh, my husband comes home from work, he will also say that, uh, today I actually acknowledge the neighbor. I actually say hi, going makan na. They didn't even reply. They, they, hmm. they gave me a, a very weird look. So after that, I was like, how come? Uh, did we do anything wrong? Because... I mean, again, uh, for all this while, all this year, six years back, we are all okay. I mean, we've been exchanging a lot of uh, dishes during Hari Raya, Chinese New Year. We actually give them alpau. There, there isn't any teeth or tensions before that. But yeah, okay. when we notice all these kind of small gritty things, we notice that, okay, something is just not right. Lah. But of course, we, 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 at first, we don't want to come down to a speculation or we, did, we didn't want it to like provoke them first. So we just actually ignored and continue on being that way. As in not being cold to them, but we still yep. keep acknowledging them. Okay. Do you definitely think that this is due to the fact that you guys are working in the front line and nothing else that, you know, the fact that you guys are perhaps a little bit more exposed to others, that's the reason why you're being treated this way? Yeah, actually, yes. Um, we do feel that way. We do feel that um, maybe because every day we get to go out and we are open to public, open to the air. You know, I think some people might think that COVID is airborne. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, my mother will, will say that, hey, this COVID is everywhere, you know. You still go to work. Ah. You, you know, I mean, some old people, they don't, they don't understand. That's what we thought at first. But... Um, Apparently, when more things happen, because this, this harassment actually is happening every single day. So, as months goes by, um, we, we are really not sure if it's really about where we are actually working at. Because there were more racial remarks that came out rather than COVID spreader or COVID um, family. Because okay. as you can see, uh, the government is trying to, uh, how do I say, loosen up the rules for COVID, right? So yep. I'm pretty sure they cannot put the blame fully again on COVID. You get what I mean? Mm. They, I'm pretty sure they, they need to find another reason to like continue finding finding the fault. Because the thing is that we have already went through a mediation. Okay. Because I, I, I um, I, sorry, I think I forgot to actually uh, say this out, but apparently during uh, one of the attacks, I did, uh, approach the neighbor because I feel that it's not right for us neighbors to show blackface to each other. I call yep. it a blackface. Uh, I don't feel good. I mean, I am so used to smiling to everybody. I'm so used to saying hi to you. Uh, have you eaten? Then suddenly you give me this kind of treatment and then my kids mm. are asking me, mommy, why, why is auntie like that? Then I have to keep lying. You know, I mean, I have yeah. to keep saying to them, oh, auntie is not in a good mood. Auntie had the wrong medications. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure one day they will be 
that is not that is not their questions anymore. You get I me? Mean? Kids nowadays yep. are more smarter than us. They outsmart us. So, <laughs> yeah. So before anything were to happen, I actually went to approach them um, in a very calm manner. So I actually went to their door. I said, "Hi, good morning. Um, sorry to disturb you at um at this kind of timing. I don't know if it's a good timing, but I would like to know if there's anything that um I said or is there anything that I do? Is there anything that my family actually do that hurts you, or is it because my children are noisy? Is it because my children are crying? I I need to know because I don't feel good." At the end of the day, having sour face, you know, having having to to see your neighbor in a sour face or black face every single time. This is just yeah. not us. I mean, the past six years we have been very nice to each other. You are very close to my kids, and my kids love everybody here. So it is very mm-hmm. weird that we are having this tension. If if there is anything that we do wrong, please let me know. I mean, I am pretty sure we can iron this out. I if it is really my mistake. I can actually apologize. I don't mind. So, um, what they actually replied was, uh, they said that they weren't happy that we are actually going in and out of the house every day, because okay. COVID is all around. Uh, we can come back with COVID, and then we can spread to them. That's the first one that they said. The second one was, um, they said that we did not greet them, we did not smile at them. So this part, I actually told them that. I did actually. Apparently, if you were to remember last week when you were in the lift, you know, I give example. So, okay. Um, when I said that, then I also told them that I actually did try to smile at you, but I think it's my fault because I, I most of the time I forgot that I was with a mask. So, uh, sorry for being stupid. <laughs> so I'm, I, I, I can't remember that I'm on a mask. So I'm sorry that you can't see my smile, but I can do better. I mean, we can fix this. So, after that, the 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 next reason was, they said that they are not happy that. We are working in front line. That is something I told them that I, I I'm sorry I cannot do anything about that. Uh, I can't mm. be changing my career just because of COVID. I mean, as in, uh, it's my husband' passion to be in healthcare services. It's my passion to be in front line. It's our rice bowl. I mean, why? Yeah. When I think about it back, it's not worth for us to change our career just because a bunch of people doesn't like what we are doing. It you should. You mean you you shouldn't uh, be doing that for us. <laughs> I mean, not for a neighbor. No, I mean, if, <laughs> I mean, if, yeah. if I mean, if you no, had to do it for your family for certain reasons, yeah, I get it, right? But you're probably not going to do it yeah. for a neighbor just because they're scared of COVID. It's ridiculous. Uh, to tell you the truth, um, we were actually discussing on whether should we stop working in this line. Oh my god, no. Yeah. Um. Because right now that our children are affected by this, we feel that. Is because of where we are working at, is the reason why all this happens, and we we were actually thinking day and night hard on this. Um, okay. Maybe if we were to change our career, maybe we we stick to a nine to five job whereby we just sit in the office, we can work from home, we can bring our laptops and desktop home. Maybe it will change things. Yeah. But of course, uh, at the end of the day, when you know my husband actually tells me, uh, you sure you want to do this? I mean, you won't know if in this kind of timing will you get a nine to five job. As in, a lot of people were being retrenched apparently during during exactly. COVID. We should be grateful that we still have a job at the end of the day. So why must we change ourselves just to make a bunch of people who who knew what what our passion is from start and and starts to become un uh. Unrespectful towards us just because of COVID period. Um, and also, you mentioned that the attacks were no longer just about COVID, right? 
you know, there were racial spews that were, were happening, racial remarks that, that, that were thrown out. So it was not just because of COVID. So you don't know for a fact if that's yeah. going to change anything. Yes, um, true, correct. We, we only noticed that like recently because the recent attacks uh, slowly reveals that, I mean, we personally find that with the, the current attacks, it's just not about where we work, actually. So we have already scraped the idea of, of changing our career because that is initially what we thought from, from start, from Good. where the first attack was, which, which is in May 2020. Okay. Good thing that you did, you're, you're already, you know, not thinking about changing your job because what you guys are doing are so, is so noble. Keep it going. Uh, but you mentioned that you guys gone through mediation, but that clearly has not worked out. So mediation was arranged by who? The first time that happened, as in one of the evening that my children were being attacked by the neighbor was when my husband actually was bringing the children up to our home from school. So as he was walking, um, the neighbor started to stand at the uh, door again and they started to spray and see all the barbarities and everything so that is where one uh, one of our child is actually affected because the sediments of the spray actually landed on her cheeks so that night that is where we started to make a police report and subsequently when things get bad <laughs> we uh, did call out for 999 and okay. yes so uh, we also actually have already spoken to our MP and okay. uh, this is what the MP and SPF actually advised us to go for mediation. So that's where we thought, that, okay, all right, why not? Since we cannot uh, settle it on our own, then we shall go for this mediation, see what how, how it might work for us. Mm -hmm. We went to a mediation somewhere in June, right? Uh, apparently, the mediation did not work. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were asked to post an apology. So uh, on our side, on our end, we have already actually do it because we feel that at the end of the day, you are still our neighbor. Yep. And like what I say from start, I, I don't like to have this kind of um, uh, tensions between neighbor, especially you stay at the same floor, we meet every single day, you've been close to us, it's just not right. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe it's also because I'm the kind who likes kampong spirit kind of uh, living. So yeah, I we actually uh, stood down and we make the apology. I even actually went to the neighbor personally with a witness of one of uh, on one of the IO officers, and okay. I did um, apologize to them sincerely. Uh, it was during Ramadan when that happened, so I was thinking that maybe there is a silver lining behind this. Why not okay. we just try to make things work we try to apologize and then just hope for the best yeah mm -hmm. so uh we did apologize but apparently it only worked for like three four hours so after that it went back <laughs> three to, four hours <laughs> yeah so the same evening that we have already apologized the the whole the whole game went up to another level. So apart from spraying and spitting out all the vulgarities and calling us calling us COVID spreader, they actually started to splash water whenever the kids are leaving for, for school, whenever I come back from my morning jobs, whenever any of us comes back from work. So you can try to imagine how many times a day is that for the water splashing. And yeah. the, the weird part was, if, if it is just a normal walk, clear water i'm fine but we we actually got to know that it's soapy recycled water so okay. every every morning and every no 
I shall not say every morning. Every single time water was being splashed, and it's it's not like a bucket or two. It's like five to six bucket of water being splashed in front of your in front of your house while we are getting to to get the kids going to school. So you try to imagine if the kids were to run out of the gate. I mean, you know, small yeah, kids yeah. they 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 don't care whether there's water or there's soap <laughs> there. They will just dash out because I mean, see, one of my kids loves going to school. Apparently, I don't know why. So yes. <laughs> They would just dash out. So I mean, it's the They're safety kids, that right? I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that's uh, we have a two-year-old and a six-year-old. So the two-year-old is very active. So <laughs> he likes to actually whenever we open the gate, he likes to dash out because you always see his bicycle outside the house. So uh-huh. he will always dash out to get the bicycle. So in order to get the bicycle, he has to go through that puddle of water. So from there on, when we see this happening, what additional chores that me and my husband have to do is that we have to scrape off the water. Yeah. So you try to imagine every single time, even when you go out to throw a rubbish at your nearby corridor, you come back to a wet floor and you just have to keep scraping. Is it? It's for if you were to do it like once or twice a day, I think you you won't feel it. But if you have already been doing it for like eight months and you have to do it like three, four, five, six times a day, I'm pretty sure you'll get agitated. Yeah, I'm pretty course, sure you'll be yeah. very tired because. Like me and my husband, we are working. We are working shift, as in, and sometimes we will have twelve hour shift. Sometimes we have nine point five hours. Sometimes we will have ten hours, depending on how's everything, how smooth everything is at work. What you want to get home to is just peace and quiet. I mean, that is the reason why you call a home sweet home for a exactly. reason. That exactly. is where coming home to a soapy puddle of water and the first thing that you have to do after a tiring day at work is to scrape off water to the drainage. Oh I mean, I don't gosh. know if you can imagine our pain here but most of the time I cry while I scrape off the water because while I was while I was scraping the water, they will again open their door and spit out all the vulgarities, all the racist remarks and then um, start to call us COVID spreader. Yeah, so you know why we felt that we need to change our job, right? Yeah, so I know. I it's absolutely because of understand. all these contributing factors. To add on to it is that um one of our uh our six year old now is has a PTSD, post traumatic uh stress, stress disorder, disorder due to this. So how was she diagnosed? The, you guys ah, go yes. to your doctor or something like that? Initially we started to see that something is just not right with her. Uh one incident where we we think that something is just not right is when she actually asked for her ice cream. So we bought for her, you know, the rainbow pedal pop. Yep, so yep. she was having she was having that on the dining table. Halfway she was eating the rainbow pedal pop ice cream, she cried. Oh she broke down and cried. So I mean us being tired after um our shift. So I was like, what is wrong? I've already bought for you what you wanted. You wanted ice cream, I bought for you already. The ice, the ice cream is just a normal flavor. It couldn't be not nice, right? So it took us a while to actually convince what is wrong. So after after we actually tried to speak to her, then she, she said this, I don't know, Ibu, I suddenly felt scared because I'm thinking of how the auntie, uh, um, the auntie actually scream and shout at me every morning. Oh, gosh. So this is coming from a six-year-old. She said that, Yes, it's a six-year-old, yeah. So when, immediately when she said that and she was crying and my husband was like, something is just not right. I think we need to go to 
a doctor to certify this because I mean yes uh, my husband do know about certain backgrounds for PTSD but of course we cannot actually self-determine it right so we did bring her to the polyclinic and did a basic assessment uh, and the doctor did actually do a referral for her to IMH oh, and IMH okay. already uh, taken over this case and they have already uh, forwarded to HPB and we have uh, we will be having our appointments coming up in March onwards and on top of that uh, we actually received a call from her school I think a few days after after the, the ice cream incident because again uh, the neighbor attacked attack us and um, she actually went all the way down when I was sending the kids to, to childcare. She literally chased us all the way. So on that day, when she when after we sent her to school, on that same day in the afternoon, I received a call from her teacher. Her teacher was telling me that I'm actually very concerned because uh, she's showing uh, signs of fear and I can see fear in her eyes. So that's where oh. we feel that, okay, this is... Uh, <laughs> really another another level so this is also a contributing factor on why me and my husband feels that we should get out of this line okay yeah so is yeah. that bad that's well because we felt that it's seriously a mental trauma to her no maybe to all of us here yeah because yeah. we didn't we, we we didn't expect that covid will be this bad but again i'm pretty sure nobody prays covid to come uh yeah, it's a course. pandemic yeah it comes just all of a sudden, we just have to adapt to it. But I, I just felt that people should deal it in a better way. As yeah. in, you should be open-minded. And I mean, if, yes, if you are angry at us for being in frontline in healthcare services, just vent your anger to us. Please do not, do not involve the children because they do not know anything. Yeah. I mean, a two-year-old saying hi to you and you just curse him and stare at him and you, you show him signs of you wanting to box him. It is not right. I don't know if, if it has really affected the two-year-old, but if my six-year-old is already like this, what's with my two-year-old? You get what, I, what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, actually... After after um this event, we did try to um apologize one more time to the neighbor for actually for the, the next one we tried to um to want to have a golden handshake. I don't know okay. if you know what I'm talking about, but I mean for all this one we've been just uh verbally telling them that okay I'm so sorry if whatever that we do uh hurts you or whatever my children do hurts you, but uh it's all unintentional, but so then we were thinking that oh okay maybe a golden handshake will work so we tried actually um some of the neighbors also did go to us and tell us that okay maybe you want to try this approach of a golden handshake and uh try to tell them that uh, maybe you want to start afresh this happens in uh, december it's actually during christmas so okay. we thought that you know it's a it's a season it's a of joy you know? so so it's like exchange yeah. of gifts or yes, you know yeah. this, this so, season of giving right okay yeah yeah yes i mean uh, th there's no right or wrong there's no certain time that you should apologize or not to me i mean but to me what matters is that we should we as neighbors should never have to go through this kind of uh trauma so i we started to try to think of ways to apologize so we tried to um approach them but apparently it didn't work lah. we were okay. we were being spitted out with vulgarities again so that's where i told myself that okay i tell you what i i gave up <laughs> i mean really i i, I started to 
um, get used to this. Uh, okay. The puddles of water outside, I actually have already stopped to scrape it because I am, we were just very tired. I am okay. very tired as in, I don't, I don't wish to have additional burden on me on top of whatever burden I already have at work. I'm pretty I'm sure, sure everybody has that same thinking. You just want to go home, you want to rest, you want to spend time with your kids, you want to have a good time with your husband, you just want to rock and roll at home. That's all. Exactly. But if you want to just, yeah, you just want to like add on to whatever bad day we have already had. No, please. I will just put it aside. I will act as though that okay, I didn't see the water. I will just walk across it. So yeah, that's what's happening now, right now. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, Neural, let's take a breather. Oh my god, I don't know where to go next. Uh, this just happened from May last year. Uh, we're talking to each other now in February. Although I think this podcast will you know air in March, but you know, mm. we're talking to each other now in February. Mm. So almost one year. Yeah. This abuse has happened every single day without fail, a few times a day, and it has affected your children up to the fact that it's affected that mentally, I think with uh, your daughter, right, six-year-old, it's affected her mentally. We don't know what effects it has on uh, your two-year-old. I hope he's still okay. I'm sure it has affected you guys, like you said, physically and mentally as well. And it seems like it's going nowhere because it's still happening right now. What I can't believe is that this is still happening in 2021 where we are assumed to be educated, well-informed, to have emotional intelligence on top of you know everything else that we have been taught by our elderly, our, 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 our colleagues, uh, what's been communicated by the government, by the, by the media, this is still happening. And I just can't imagine what you guys have gone through and what you guys are still going through. I mean, we're talking to each other at night right now. People can't see, but I'm telling you, it's, it's past 10 o'clock at night. And you guys have to wake up tomorrow in the morning expecting some sort of greeting from your neighbor and not quite the one that you would want to leave the home with. It makes me so upset, makes me so angry that this has been allowed to carry on for almost a year. Uh, it's affected the full family, especially the kids. I mean, my kid is seven. Uh, well, she's six, turning seven this year. So she's just as old as your, your daughter. Ezra is slightly older than 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 your two year old, but you know I can't I can't imagine what I would do if this this was me. What was it that you and your husband have done so far to move on from this whole saga? What have you guys decided to do? Is there an end to it? I wish <laughs> I wish there's an end to it, but um apparently it's still happening every single day. Uh, we are still facing it. Um, right what now, was the, what was the last advice that was given to you by the authorities, by the police, by I don't know if you spoke to the town council or whatsoever? What was the last piece of advice that was given to you, and when was this? Uh, okay, so there were a few things actually because. Of course, every single time when she starts to harass us, we will actually call the police. Um, basically, the advice given for now and the latest one was that. Um, we should try to not open our doors when they are opening theirs. 
So they will not see us. How 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 do you know? Yeah, so thanks for asking. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. I, I really, really, we don't know. But um, what makes it worse is that they actually install a CCTV outside their home. Which so means they, which means they can see every time you're leaving the house. Yeah, that is how they actually know that we are coming home or we are going out, and that's where they will start to stand by at their gates. <laughs> they, they, it, I mean, I'm sure they don't. They don't stand the whole night or day at their gates. I'm pretty sure they have other things to do. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> But yeah, I guess that CCTV really helps them. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that CCTV is up for a reason. If they 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 have proof and or anything to show to anybody, please go ahead. I mean, um, I don't know, I would love to see it lah. So, um, that is actually what, the. What is weird for me is that you guys um are saying all of these and they're the one installing a CCTV when the other one are actually doing a harassment. Yeah. It's like they want to provide an evidence of them committing crimes. Yeah. It just, just does not make sense to me. Um, but it, you know, it could actually play to your advantage if this is ever escalated as, as a crime. Yeah. Um, yes, actually, but, that's yeah. what we are, um, that's the silver lining behind it. I've seen um, my husband and I, we've been telling each other that it's, it's okay, it's fine. Um, let them have that CCTV, let them monitor us. At the end of the day, if this case is going, is ever going anywhere, please get that CCTV and watch it, watch it for a year. I, I'll be delighted if, <laughs> if anybody could actually ever caught maybe 0.5 seconds of us going over to cause any harm or hurt anybody, I'll be delighted. So, so um, because from what we actually recall, we have never caused any harm or we have, apart from uh, the confront, not really confrontations, but apart from us going over to them, to talk to them, to try to calm them down, to apologize to them, there is no other way of interaction. Okay. Um, and we know that we have not done anything wrong. We have tried to stay calm all the while, even though how bad, things go in a day at the end of the day what we do is just cry to each other's shoulders and yeah okay. try to let the kids know that even though other people turn their backs on us we all still have each other i think that's that's what families are for yeah we definitely. just want our girl and our boy to know that their mother is here their father is here nothing else matters whatever people do outside we will try to protect them at all costs but yeah. again, like what I say, sometimes we don't know what they will be doing. Every single day is a different kind of attack. So really, it's, every day is like as if you're you're playing some game that you don't know what you end <laughs> up into. It's like you're going into a maze and you don't know how to exit out. That's that's how we feel actually every single day. Um, Nurul, I mean, I can't even imagine what it must feel. I mean, if I were to have to to do that, to wake up every single day and expect to be attacked by by someone and expect my children to be attacked by someone. I don't know how I want to prepare them for it. And as a parent, I think that's probably the dilemma that you are going through. That's perhaps what your husband is going through as well. I'm really, really sorry to hear about this story from you guys. I hope by telling this... (laughs) It's not okay. I mean, what you guys are going through is absolutely not okay. I don't know what this podcast will do for you, but the one thing that I hope it will actually do is to tell people that this is still happening in 2021. And what we 
should be doing is you know appreciating our frontline workers this started i know it's escalated to the fact you no know, there there's some racial issues and racial abuses and all that but uh, it started with the fact that our frontline workers were actually going to work to to make sure that our country keeps going for me to have a job for others to have a job for the likes of me to be able to be you know to work from home so that's the reason why you guys actually go to work every single day that's the reason why you guys send your kids to school even though technically there was there weren't any school to just be kept by someone else i'm just sorry that this has happened but if there's one thing that you want to tell to people out there about neighborliness about what you guys are going through as frontliners about you know your fellow colleagues as frontline workers as well what would that be what would that message be to the general community basically we are all humans we bleed um we are all the same no nobody is is different we all have blood and veins running in our body what we need is everybody's respect yeah um respect is something that you it needs to be earned too but i think that's a basic basic thing that everybody needs respect trust and it doesn't matter whether you are in the front line or you are in a um, back of house everybody matters in any workplace it's a domino effect at the end of the day if you are just not happy with the situation it's just not fair that you actually vent out to people who are trying their best to keep things going you, you get what i mean yeah and all we need will be also support understanding from everybody we all have to support each other in good or bad times i mean i know that this motto should be for family members but i guess in these hard times during this covid period we don't need another burden yeah. to to top up whatever burden we already have yeah just respect each other be nice be kind <laughs> after all we are just humans everybody makes mistakes yes everybody makes mistakes people who who goes to prison comes out and they were given a chance yeah. i mean come on we we go to work give us chance to come home to a more peaceful and relaxing times ahead do not add on to the burden or don't add on to the headache after okay. all i think we are one singapore one family and my singapore is just my home so wow yeah. it's like a national day video that's, that's, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, i mean that's just personally what what i feel now at the end of the day i think yeah um family matters of course but it doesn't it doesn't mean that neighbors don't neighbors matters too because at the end of the day i personally feel that neighbors are your second best family member because they are just staying around you exactly. when anything happens when anything happens like for example if you're house will be caught on fire or your house is uh, drenched in i seen there's a pipe burst in the house i'm pretty sure your neighbor will be the one who will be alerting you because i am pretty sure they have your numbers i mean yeah. in this kind of era everybody has everybody's numbers especially neighbors so it's it's just <laughs> how do i say you, this i mean you took the words right off my mouth i really wanted to say yeah. that the neighbors are probably the closest people yes. to you in terms mm-hmm. of proximity um to your yes, family yeah actually the first responder yeah so if you can't give your basic respects to the person living next to you in front of you within the same block uh within the same area and vicinity as you 
then how are they ever going to help you? How are you ever going to help them if they are in need? And how are you going to expect help from them if you are in need? I mean, just don't ever put them down. We live, uh, you mentioned just now, Nuro, that, you know, the kampong spirit, right? The reason yeah. why we <laughs> built HDB flats in Singapore is to still have that kampong spirit. There's so many yep. of True. us living within one estate, one block, yes. that we cannot live without that kampong spirit. I think that's yeah. the special True. thing that we have in Singapore. Uh, although, yes. again, this, this is becoming a bit of like a, uh, national day uh, message but <laughs> but 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 really it's it's true i don't think that we are able to totally eliminate that we spent quite some time hearing your story just want you and your family to know that you're not alone um i know that you probably think and feel that sometimes that you are alone in this and things haven't quite gone your way with, in terms of mediation and all that <laughs> yeah but we, we are actually feeling that every single day. We feel, um, like for example, for me, I, I feel that I'm a helpless mother right now because at some times when things happen, I, I really couldn't, like for example, um, I were to actually send my kids to school and I'm alone without mm-hmm. my husband around because of course we are not on the same shift every single day. So try to imagine with my work bag, my laptop bag, and then my kids carrying them because... Right now, they, they are scared to actually walk out themselves. They would like me to carry them. So, with the school bag, so trying to imagine the morning madness, yeah. you know, and then having to face all this, it's, uh, yeah, well, I think it's just not my luck too. <laughs> it isn't <laughs> your luck, this but this, this, this should be nobody's luck. I hope with us, you know, spreading this message, even if it does not work for you, it just gives everyone else a better appreciation of the sacrifices that our frontline workers are doing and it's not okay at all uh, when i heard about the fact that you know there were racial abuse as well um i mean that's a whole other topic it's multiracial singapore i can't believe that that's still happening um you know right now in this modern world Nuro, i'm sorry we we've ran out of time so i'm not gonna i don't know how much more that you actually wanted to tell but you know there's quite a bit there already I'm sure you know, there are other things that, that's probably happened during this whole one year. The fact that it's happened every single day. I hope the situation improves. I'm going to cast this far and wide when this actually airs to see how people can help you if that's what you want because it's just <laughs> I'm not, not okay. I'm, um, I guess I'm not sure what kind of help we'll be getting because... Um, I guess we're actually already used to it. <laughs> I think it's something like we have already built an immunity to it. You, you, you get what I mean? Yeah. Because it has already been happening for a year. So, we okay. are, I, I, yes, we, we feel alone here, but we welcome any help and advice from yeah. anybody. Yeah. I mean, if you really so, think that another apology will work, I mean, yeah. If there's anyone at all listening to this and you think that you would want to help Nuru and family by giving you know certain feedbacks certain advice uh, maybe share as well your stories that you have gone through something similar and what's worked what's not worked and i know we use the pseudonym to protect uh neural at the start so you can just message me uh you can drop me an email i'll be mentioning my email at the end of this podcast and also um like i said you no know, follow me on 
the socials and you'll be able to DM me and, you know, I'll be happy to pass on the message. And if necessary, then, you know, we can put uh, you guys in touch with each other. Nuru, thank you so much for sharing your story with us, you know, and uh, gosh, I just hope that we seek some comfort with each other and your family. I hope somehow this will pass. I'm sorry that you're going through this, but like I said, I'm sure majority of Singaporeans are with you in support. You know, we'll be there for you. Keep on fighting. Uh, and I hope that you your, and your husband know how much we are appreciating that what you are doing on the front line. Um, so keep doing what you're doing. Don't give up. All right? Yeah. Um, on behalf of my side and my family members also, thanks for uh, inviting us to this podcast. And thank you, everybody who's listening out there. Just... Remember, at the end of the day, everybody matters. Doesn't matter whether yes. you're in a frontliner, back of house, even though if you're a cleaner, it matters. Without you cleaning around, Singapore will not be clean too. Yeah, exactly. I can so, remember yeah. how it was like during Circuit Breaker where, you know, there weren't people cutting our grass, there weren't yes. people uh, picking up the trash and all that. It was, it was not what Singapore looks like. Yep. Um, so just remember all of that. Remember the hard times. I remember how important everyone is to us. Once again, Rural, thank you so much. Um, that's it for this episode of the Ironing Board Podcast. If you have feedback on this or any other episodes, you know, drop me a line, like I said earlier. Uh, so drop me a line um, on email. You can drop me an email at heiko at theironingboard.sg um, or feel free to reach out via any of our social media accounts. I'm always looking to improve the podcast, so suggestions are always welcome. If there's a topic that you think uh, I should be covering or should be ironing out, you can always message me and I could always look into it. Uh, in the meantime, you take care and as I always say, spread love, not hate. Take care and bye-bye. You're listening to The Ironing Board. 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 The Ironing Board, the ironing board. The ironing board Podcast.